Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Debt Management Plan What is a debt management plan? Is it the same as a debt reduction plan? And what is the difference between these plans? Should a debt management plan be something in place before borrowing money? That's what I think. I've been talking about a debt reduction plan. I go line by line on how to do it. And that's for people who already got themselves too much credit card debt, or maybe they got normal debt from, you know, a house, automobiles, maybe a couple credit cards, maybe a personal loan, a personal loan and student loans. And they're just interested in getting it paid down faster. So that's basically what my debt reduction plan is going to do for you. What is a debt management plan? It's the same thing. It's for people who already have too much debt and are struggling to pay it off. But a debt management plan, how does it work? Well, it's a system that allows you to pay one monthly payment that covers all your included debt. Essentially, once your creditors agree to the plan, you make a single payment each month to the facilitator of your debt management plan. It's not a loan, however, and your monthly payment is divided and diversified to your creditors every month. So this is something that you would go to a credit counselor whether it's a for-profit or non-profit credit counselor, and they will work with you for a fee to help you reduce your debt. I'm not a big fan of that. You got in debt by yourself. You should be able to get out of debt by yourself. Is there a cost? Yes. Whenever you're using a professional service, because a debt counselor is a professional service, there's going to be a fee. And you're going to be paying more to get out of debt. That's why I believe in do-it-yourself. That's why I promote my debt reduction plan. It does everything except for negotiating lower rates with your creditors. You can do that on your own. I don't know anybody that's done it and been very successful, but it's something you can try. But you got to get your life under control first. You got to figure out what's causing you to accumulate this debt. Then you got to fix that problem, which is step number one, quit creating new debt. Then you got to make the minimum payment on all your debt. You got to set up an emergency fund and build it up so that if something bad would happen, you would have the money available to pay for most of it. Maybe not all of it at the beginning, but most of it. And that's going to help you with step number one, quit creating new debt. And then once you get that minimum amount in your emergency fund and you keep building up your savings account, which we're calling emergency fund savings account, once in the same thing, 
you keep building it up till you have one, two, or three thousand dollars more than what you need for your emergency fund. And then you apply that using any method you want to a debt to pay it down quicker. And you keep doing that over and over and over until you get something paid off and then you go on to the next one. There's two methods on how to apply your payments. Snowball method, which is you pay off the lowest balance first, or the avalanche method, which you pay off the highest rate of interest first. I've always said in the past that you pay the first one when you're just getting started. You pay off your lowest balance first. You do not close the account. You leave it open. We're talking credit cards here. You leave it open because sometime down in the future, they're going to make you an offer to, for a balance transfer and you're going to get a 12 month or 18 month or some time period of interest free on that debt. So that that will save you money over time. Then once you get that first one paid off, then you start applying it to the highest rate of interest for after that. And you keep doing it over and over again. That's my debt reduction plan in a nutshell. A debt management plan is going to do something similar, except somebody's going to do it for you. You're going to make one payment to somebody. They're going to charge you a fee. They're most likely going to take their fees first and then apply it to whatever debt you have. So it's going to take you longer to pay down your debt because you're paying that fee, whether it's a monthly fee or a, a setup fee, whatever it is. It's going to take you longer to pay down your debt because you're paying somebody to do it for you. And there are companies out there that will say, quit making your credit card payments, pay us first. And what's going to happen? You're going to get a bad credit rating. They're going to try to foreclose on you. Maybe they haven't contacted all your credit card companies yet and they don't know about it. You know, because they're more interested, they're not going to do anything until they get their money first. I'd like to keep that in mind. That's about way everybody works. If you need to have a credit counselor or a debt counselor, that's generally what's required for you to do before you can file bankruptcy. So that's one of the steps getting towards filing for bankruptcy. Now we're talking personal bankruptcy here, not for a business or anything like that. I don't like them. And, you know, you got yourself in debt all by yourself. You can get yourself out of debt. So that that's my uh, premise to that. I have two articles in my show notes, one from bankrate.com, what is debt management plan? And the other one is moneymanagement.org, what is a debt reduction plan? And they're basically talking about the same thing. Well, you're already in debt. You're having trouble paying your bills and you think you need help. You can educate yourself. That's step number one. You do it yourself. Debt management is one of the things in the article. Or you can use a credit counselor. And is it right for you? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe you need help because you don't have, you can't stay online and do everything you need to do. But 
What I would like to talk about is a debt management plan. That's something that you do before you borrow money. So what am I talking about? Well, you're, if you're going to borrow money, whether it's buying your first home or buying a new automobile after you have your first home, whatever it may be. You should have a budget set up. You should know how much income is coming in every month, what your monthly expenses are going to be, what your entertainment expenses are, what, what your living expenses. You got housing, you got transportation, you got entertainment, you got food uh, and clothing, maybe daycare, depending, you know, everybody's going to be different because everybody's in a different phase of their life. But you need to have a fairly good grasp on how much money's coming in, how much money is already going out on the monthly basis then you also should have a fairly good understanding of just because you're putting $200 a month in the savings account, how long does it stay in there? If you put it in there and then you have to take it out to pay something three weeks later or a month later, you're really not putting $200 a month in a savings account. If you can put $200 a month in a savings account and it stays there and you never ever have to pull it out and your savings account is growing over time, that's a good thing. But don't look at that as, well, I can buy a second car for my wife and I can afford a $200 a monthly payment on that car. Because maybe you can't. Because not only do you have the $200 a month monthly payment, you're going to have additional costs for auto insurance. You're going to have additional costs for uh, fuel and maintenance on that automobile. So it's really going to cost you more than that. And can you handle it? What can you cut out of your budget to cover those additional costs? Or are you going to be stuck struggling again and maybe using a credit card thinking, well, I can pay that off in 30 days or 60 days. And then you get a little bit behind. And before you know it, your credit card debt is piled up. You're behind. You're struggling to make all your payments. And you don't know what to do. So you're back to the, well, do I need a counselor to help me? Or can I do it myself? I'm an opponent for educating you. Edu if you get a good understanding of your finances and you have a monthly budget and you go through that monthly budget with a fine tooth comb and you can cut out things that you really are not using anymore, get rid of them. And ask yourself before you spend money, do you really need that item? Can I get along without it? Would I be better off saving that 40 bucks and putting it in the savings account for future use? Or do I actually need this item for whatever reason? And you got to justify that to yourself. That's called getting your spending under control. If you have a lot of debt, 
if you're having problems paying your bills, that generally means your spending is out of control for the amount of income that you have coming in. What are your monthly fixed expenses that you pay every month? Are you paying a monthly rent, monthly mortgage? Do you have a line of credit on your home also, plus your mortgage? Do you have one car payment? Do you have two car payments? Do you have two children that are in daycare that cost you quite expensive every week? Are you better off maybe not going to work and taking your children out of daycare and raising them at home yourself or your spouse? Those are the type of decisions you got to make so that you can stay out of debt, so you can keep your life on track for what you want to really do. And the main thing is once you have your debt under control, if you're planning before you borrow and you know it's something you're not going to have any trouble with, and you don't have to reduce your lifestyle and things you're already doing, then you can borrow the money. You should be safe to know that you won't be struggling to make those payments. To me, that's debt management. A debt management plan is planning before you borrow the money. But if you go to the internet and look up debt management plan, it's basically a plan to help you get your debt under control. To me, that is backwards. You should be planning before borrowing. Know what you can afford. Don't let a salesman sell you up. Know the product. Like if you're going to buy a car, know the make and model. Know everything about what you want in that car. Know what the competitors are willing to sell it for. Be prepared and know your cost of the borrowing. How much is it going to cost you to borrow that money? How many years are you going to be making a monthly payment? What's going to happen if you lose your job? What would happen if your spouse loses their job? What are you going to do if you have another child? There's a lot of things to consider. But that's called life. And getting through life is easy if you have a plan and you have it under control. So in the perfect world, you would start out with your first job. You set up a budget. Here's my income and what's my expenses? Well, I got a car and I got to travel to work. That's it. I have a car payment, $100 a month. I have gasoline. $100 a month. These are just numbers. I mean, I'm just making it up. It's not actual. So, you know, you're making $1,000 a month and you've got $200 a month in expenses. So you have $800 of the $800. Some of that should go into a savings account and some of it will go for entertainment. Then as you age up and more life gets more complicated, Whether you buy a home, whether you're planning for a wedding, whether you're planning for a new car, then you can save money in advance for these items so that you can use less debt. 
so you don't have to borrow a bunch of money to do what you're going to come across throughout your life. Buying a car, whether it's getting married, whether it's having children, you can plan ahead and be ready for it. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. For those of you who listen to this on an app, please find, rate, and review. I really appreciate it. If you know anybody that might benefit from listening, please let them know about Reduced Debt, Increased Wealth. When I come back, I'm going to talk about personal finances and everything involved with personal finance. Before I talk about my final thoughts, what is personal finance? I'm going to do an overview of personal finance. Personal finance is a term that covers managing your money as well as saving and investing. It encompasses budgeting, banking, insurance, mortgages, investments, retirement planning, and tax and estate planning. So it's everything in your life that involves money. Think of it like that. Anything that involves money is your personal finance. It also includes goals, financial goals. Where do you want to be five years from now, short term? Where do you want to be with your finances 15 years from now, midterm and long term? Whether it's saving for your retirement, your children's college education, and again, as I said before, for any expenses that may come up in life, whether it's saving down payments for a home, for an automobile, or for a wedding, or having children. Knowing your income and expenses on a monthly basis is the just the most important part of personal finances. How are you going to meet any goal if you don't know how much money you have coming in and how much money you got going out? Say that most people know how much money's coming in. What they don't know is what's their monthly living expenses. What's the minimum amount you need to pay your bills for housing, transportation, food, entertainment? I'll just keep it simple. Keep it down that basic categories. If you know how much that's costing you on a month-to-month basis, and you know that you have the income to cover it, and you know that every month you're going to put $500 in the savings account like clockwork. No problem. You're doing good. But when you go to borrow money, how much should you be borrowing for a certain particular category? An example of that would be housing. How much of your gross income should your mortgage be? I would say the lower the better. It's going to be somewhere between 25 to 35% of your gross income. 
Gross income meaning the total amount you make before taxes, before your retirement plan, and before any health insurance is deducted. As I said in the past, that should not exceed 43% of your gross income. If it exceeds 43%, you're going to have difficulty in making those payments and making paying for things you need to live on. You're also going to have even more problems trying to borrow money, if that's the case. Transportation. The loan, the money you borrow for your automobile expense should not exceed 15%. That's pretty much the basic. So if you know these percent of your income and you know how much your budget is and you know where you're following into, you got a grasp on your personal finances. If you can keep your percentages under control in the range that's recommended, you're not going to have any trouble in paying all your bills. Where we get in problems is we get two or three credit cards. We tend to spend too much for whatever reason. Maybe you lost a job and you had to use a credit card to pay for your daily living expenses. Why? Because you didn't have an emergency fund. That's part of personal finances. Not only are you planning for your monthly expenses, you should be planning for future expenses expenses and saving money putting money aside in case something bad happens to your life whether you get laid off at work lose your job or get sick and unable to work or whatever the case may be you'll have some money to fall back on so you're not living on credit that's the last thing you want to do you want to make sure you're taking care of everything so you do not have to live on credit so personal finances is everything in your life and tax tax planning what is that well uh, an example would be you have a home and you're thinking about upgrading to more efficient windows and doors is there a tax credit you can take and get a little bit of your taxes back maybe there is maybe there's not but checking first before you spend the money knowing that there's a tax benefit of some type maybe it's a beneficial to you maybe it won't be but at least you know about it that's the most important thing that's called tax planning so when you have somebody do your tax return you should ask them i'm planning on upgrading my windows in my home is there anything in the tax code that allows me to get a benefit from spending that money that i'm going to spend and maybe there is maybe there's not there used to be i'm not sure if there still is today and understanding the basis of your taxes is important. 
knowing that your mortgage interest is deductible, knowing that your real estate taxes are deductible, knowing your state and local income taxes are deductible, knowing that your charitable contributions could be deductible to a certain amount, knowing how much of your uh, medical expenses that could be deductible, just knowing the basics. It's going to help you understand more about your income taxes and that you will also be better in keeping receipts because if you know it's going to be something you can deduct on your tax return, you're going to keep the receipts. So that's important. Estate planning. Estate is when you pass away. It's what you leave behind. And planning on who gets what is important. Also, if depending on the income that you have and the value of your state, there could be some estate taxes involved. So knowing the limits is important. And then working with a professional to help you work around to minimize the taxes that you have to pay so that the more money can be passed on to your heirs, to your children or grandchildren. That's all personal finances. And as I talked earlier, plan ahead before you borrow money. That's the most important thing. Do you really need that item? Can you afford that item for the amount of time it's going to take you to pay off that loan? And what would you do if you lost your job or your spouse lost a job and your income goes down? Would you have a big enough down payment so you could sell that item without having a loan still due once you pay, sell it? In other words, don't be upside down in your loan. Owe less than the value of it. So if you have a car, you don't want to be owing more than what the car is worth because it'd be hard to get rid of in that case. And if you take it to a dealer and they just roll that over into another car, you're just making the problem worse. You're just delaying the problem. So that's all I have to say. Knowing and understanding what debt management is before you go in debt is important. Plan ahead. Don't do it if you know you cannot afford it. Look for something else, an alternative. There's always an alternative to everything you do in life. So find a cheaper alternative that you can live with for now. And you'll be glad you did so.